Um, well, my case was open like two years ago, and like due to COVID and all that, like they stopped visits and all that stuff. But um, there's a lot of things they left out, like with with because they want to adopt my kids. You know, that's that's what they're going towards. I'm not okay with that. Like, but if it has to be that, you know, like, oh, what can I say? You know, like. I'm attorney Vincent Davis. This is The Secret, How to Fight CPS and When, and I'm joined this evening by my co-host, attorney Jennifer Ani, and social media influencer, Miss G. Georgette Truen. Ladies, we're going to take another call right now. Leonora, Leonora from California, did you have a story to tell or a question to ask? Um, a question, or a little bit of both, actually. Okay, go ahead. Um, well... My case was open like two years ago and I do COVID and all that. Like they stopped visits and all that stuff. But, um, there's a lot of things they left out. Like with, with, cause they want to adopt my kids. You know, that's, that's what they're going towards. I'm not okay with that. Like, but if it has to be that, you know, like, Oh, what can I say? You know, like, but, um, um, like, a, a relative of mine wanted, well, try to get the kids, and they they said she didn't pass background. Well, she, she had a current boyfriend, and he she helped him get his kids back, and she passed background for his kids. So I don't understand why she couldn't pass background for my kids. You know what I would suggest is you you look into that law with your attorney, that uh, Miss G. Um, mentioned earlier. My attorney really had, hasn't really helped me out at all in my case. Okay. Well, I want you to Google SB 354 and read that law and show it to your attorney because it will help in passing background checks in the future. Okay. Miss uh, G, what was the name of that law? SB what? Maybe we lost Miss G. I'm here, and it's called it's called um, the Nancy Skinner SB three fifty four. So, uh, Leonora, what you want to do is you yeah. want to Google Nancy Skinner and put in Nancy Skinner SB three five four, and then. Okay. Get a copy of that or, you know, copy it and send that link or print it out and give it to your lawyer. Okay. Well, well, when it came down to it, the reason why they want to adopt them out is over a bond. They're saying that you don't have a bond with the child? With my, with, well, there's two of them in, in, in the system and they're saying that I don't have a bond with my son. Well. 
you know, you can ask your attorney to make a motion for a bonding study to prove that you do have a bond with the child. He, he told me he couldn't do anything. Like, he he literally didn't fight for me at all. Like, and I, 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 I took it to trial and everything, like, and I, like, told him, like, with my bond, because my daughter, she, she's a little bit old. Like, she's four and he's two. He's been in the system since he was two and a half months. And the whole COVID thing and all that, the, before when the COVID started, they stopped my visit. My son had just learned how to walk. And then COVID happened, and I didn't see my kids. He was from for like six months, and then it went to videos. To I started saying, you know what, this is not enough for me. My kids, they, I, how can I have a ball with my kids? Or they're little, you know, they can't stay on the phone for so long. Like So I started pushing the issue about me seeing my kids in person. Cause they're they're still little, you know, like, and like she, my son, my daughter, like, she'll have my like when we start seeing them again, she will be like, he'll cry a little bit, but I'll hold him and I and I'll put his head against my chest so he hear my heartbeat or whatever, and he'll calm down, and he'll be fine after that. Mm-hmm. Just just you know, just a little bit, he'll cry because he wasn't used to me, uh, you know, like after they stopped we stopped seeing him because of the COVID and stuff. So, like, I mean, I didn't complete, like, all of my stuff, but I did I did have one of my certificates done. I did do, I did, I was in the, I did some of my classes. Um, I had two weeks left, but my um, child support had a hold on my Medi-Cal, so I had to fix that. And it was a process, but I had to wait for that to clear up and stuff. And they told me I couldn't go back. Like, I had to start all over again with the outpatient and stuff like that. Well, let me let me ask Jennifer. Jennifer, do you think she has an argument uh, to make regarding COVID and not being able to visit and form a bond with her son? I do. I do. I would argue that she has not been provided reasonable services designed to reunify her with her children. As well, uh, you definitely need to get a bonding study because new law, cadence C, changes the parental benefit exception um, and a bonding study is relevant to that exception and the new way that courts are supposed to approach that. But, you know, this, this story breaks my heart because it's so common. The department has not provided reasonable services during COVID. They just haven't. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, it, it breaks my heart. I can hear it in your voice. What? Tell me a little bit about the new case law, Cadence C. Sure. So it used to be, well, so at the hearing where they determine a permanent plan, when adoption is favored, a parent has a right to raise certain exceptions. Uh, for example, a sibling exception. There's also the parental benefit exception. That exception used to have to have evidence that a parent acted in a parental role to the child, which of course, as in this caller's case, can't be done because she hasn't had an opportunity to um, demonstrate a parental role. So the new law, Cadence C, changed that to um, showing more more detriment. So they've taken the, that, the obligation to show a parental bond uh, or a parental role, that is no longer the standard. Um, that's been taken out of the equation. 
And that was that was an impossible standard for a parent to make, especially one like Caller, who hasn't been given an opportunity to be around the kids. Right. So a, well, my daughter, story, she, a bonding she, study is relevant. She knows us. Like, she knows who mommy and daddy is. She knows mommy and daddy, you know, like, it was just my son that that's, they, they had, they're saying the bond was for. Well, then you, then you have an argument that they should keep siblings together. Um, so yeah, no, there, they're there keeping is, them together. Is, I, I feel like, because they're, they're saying, like, the dad was not no part of this at all. When that's a lie, they left a lot of things out. They, it, they, it just. It, the whole thing's a mess, and I just don't know what to do at this point. This is my first CPS case open. You know, like I have five kids. Um, my three oldest ones are with their dad, and my two year youngest ones are in the system. Hey, Leonora, this is what I want you to do. I want you to give us a call either tomorrow or Sunday. Ask for Miss G Georgette, and see talk to Georgette, and she will try to find out if we can help you at all in this situation, okay? Okay. Our number is 888-888-6582. Leonora, I want to thank you for calling in. Call us back in three or four weeks and give us an update on what's going on, okay? Okay, thank you so much. Alrighty. Hey, Jennifer, I wanted to ask you, how is the new case, how is that different from what the law used to be? Well, so I thought I just, uh, I will pull it up right now just to make it clear. But the the main difference is that the parental role, it used to be you had to establish, in order to prove the parental benefit exception, a parent had to prove that they acted and are seen by the child as in a parental role, which is an impossible standard to meet, especially with COVID, when parents aren't given adequate visitation time or given um video visitation instead of in-person visitation. That requirement is eliminated by cadence C. So the other requirements uh, that they have substantial visitation time, uh, in other words, the parent can't really miss visits if they want to prove this exception, and that they're appropriate and they've made um, uh, progress in their case plan. The other difference is it used to be the parent had to show that they had completed the case plan. That's no longer the case. A parent has to have made substantial compliance, but not necessarily completed. And the parental benefit exception understands that a parent may not be able to resolve all the problems by the time the case is over. And so that requirement is also eliminated. Now, of course, we're talking about whether or not we're terminating parental rights and moving to adoption or another permanent plan. And so the parental benefit exception doesn't necessarily mean that the children are returned to the parents, just that parental rights aren't terminated. Aren't terminated. Okay, got Correct. it. All right, got it. Thank you for that explanation. One minute. So if anybody has any questions with respect to facing a termination hearing, termination of your parental rights, Please give us a call, 888 Ask for Miss G, Georgette, and see if Georgette can hook you up uh, with a meeting, telephone meeting with me or Jennifer. All right, so I think we have to take another break right now. This is The Secret, How to Fight CPS and When, and we'll be right back after these messages.